Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels, and with me, my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. Yeah. On the ones and twos, uh, the 2021 Meat Cake Champion and the Last White Dragon. Give it up for Sauce Boss Zach. Hey, you there. A very special guest with us in studio. Finally got her to come in and sit down with the boys. Hey. Allie Hall. Uh, I, 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 I know you list your credentials because I feel like I don't even know where you to begin. Me? No, I loved what you did for those um, guys. Uh, bar, bartender extraordinaire, bar mm-hmm. manager extraordinaire, mm-hmm. GM extraordinaire, yes. uh, USBG uh, um, secretary, did you say? Correct. Of the Bartenders Guild, um, and just a hell of a human being, Allie Hall. I know I missed some things Here in there, too. I feel like pretty the much. With the most I was going to say any spot in the front or back of a restaurant or bar. I feel like you've done before and have excelled at. Uh, before we get into this, real quick, I do have a couple quick things that I want to plug at the top of the show, uh, and one of those being the uh, 2021 best things in the indie star. Right now is your time to nominate small businesses, uh, the people. Anybody you've heard on the show, obviously we want you guys to nominate uh, and support Harder Brunch as your favorite podcast, but we have plenty of other businesses. Batch number two, Mustard, Zach Roan. Hey, woo. Uh, Bakes by Bridge and Indie Urban Foodies with Bridget Haran. Mm-hmm. Um, IDK It, <laughs> Thad's podcast. <laughs> you can vote for that, like number two or number three under Harder Brunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's a, there's there's a million things in there, and uh, one of them being Tinker House events. One of them being Tinker House events. Best oh, event amazing! Space. For best event space, mm. and uh, any and everybody that you've heard here on the program, if you like somebody, uh, definitely go in there. And uh, if you don't see their names on there, go ahead and nominate them. Like this is the time. I feel like something like this makes the biggest impact is coming out of uh, a COVID lockdown and right. giving these businesses. Uh, any kind of extra help or bump that they need. So I just wanted to get that out there before we started the show, before I forgot about it. But uh, welcome to the program, Allie Hall. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for all those delicious uh, food items that you shared with me earlier. Uh, you're very welcome. I was hard thinking of an idea. I always try to think of a a fun theme for each episode. And I was trying to, and sometimes it's like uh, really suits to the person. Sometimes it doesn't. It's just completely random, and it's something I thought that they might think it was fun. But I always associate you with uh, alcohol in the best and most professional way. <laughs> very good one. Uh, just because you're a very you're a very uh, learned person about um, when it comes to especially spirits. I've learned a lot from you. Uh, I know you are part of the Bartenders Guild, so you're always in constant education. Um, you've come over here for other podcasts, Burn the Well, where you kind of would break down some spirits and right. you've worked in that salesperson role uh up until now for years right in, in different jobs so i mean i really got my passion for or discovered my passion for booze and cocktails through food mm-hmm. um which was really cool to see you earlier just kind of doing your thing in the kitchen um and i was working at union 50 at the time and i had an epiphany and it's kind of like when you're snowboarding. Snowboarding is harder 
to learn, easier to master. And I just started, I kind of broke the mold. I was making an old-fashioned, and I was like, oh, I could bring some herbs or some peppers Mm -hmm. um, into this old-fashioned. And, you know, it doesn't sound like much, but my first kind of token cocktail that kind of paved the way was a chocolate mole bitters jalapeno spicy old-fashioned. Ooh. And people were going crazy about that. People were going crazy about it. And it's really, you know, taking what I knew I've been cooking – my whole life, I started cooking. My aunt bought me a range when I was in eighth grade. And so mm. I, my parents kind of took a break on the cooking when I was in high school, and I just kind of went to town. But really about bringing those ingredients and thinking about cocktails in the similar way that you're thinking about, like, a, a chef's creation. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, and just how can you maximize, like, what's the salt? What's the sugar? What's the sweet? Um, is there a bitter component? Is there a spice component? And just balance on food and balancing cocktails. What I feel like I've learned so much about cocktails in the past, over the past decade, whereas before, like kind of in the 80s and 90s, most cocktails were just sweet. It was just how sugary, how, you know, I mean, sometimes they say fruity, but really it was like, how much sugar can we? I, I think about like the TJ. Sugar bombs. TGI Friday's uh, lineup of like a Kahlua mudslide, you know, and the stuff's great, you know, but Mm -hmm. just like not really complex drinks, not drinks that were anything except for like, how much fudge can we put in a a cocktail? (laughs) Well, and we were drinking, I mean, I wasn't drinking, well, maybe I was trying drinks when high school back in those days, but they were like apple puckers, watermelon Mm. puckers, Mike's hard. Oh yeah. I call it children booze. Uh, Yeah. Kids booze. (laughs) Yeah. Mad dog 2020. Like the, what was it? The Boone's farm. That's a good one. Yeah. Boone's farm. Oh man. Hot damn. Yeah. That'll (laughs) hot damn. Hot damn. That first time I got drunk in high school, it was off a hundred proof hot damn. Ooh. On New Year's Eve. The next day was not pretty at basketball practice. So do you drink hot damn anymore? Or? Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like everybody has that one at least. Do you have the one? That- oh, yeah. Um, it was this. Uh, it had a bull on it, I believe. Um, I don't know what it was. Mad Dog 2020. Mm, no. It, it's it's the, everybody's drink that no one does. No, Deer Blood. It's oh, Jaeger. Jaeger. Jaegermeister. Deer Blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got a bottle of that in his uh, freezer. Does he? That well, that for somebody, no reason. Somebody brought it. It was a, a, a coffee liqueur Jaegermeister. Come on. Someone brought it over once, and I just haven't Cold found brew. a good yeah. reason to bring it out. A good reason to bring There's it back. There's no reason. Right. I remember trying that. I, was, I think I was in high school. Every I time I, I think, you know what? I would like a nice, refreshing cold brew. I'm like, you know what? I don't need a shot of Jaegermeister to go with. It. Right. <laughs> shot of that deer blood. But when you're in high school, like, like, oh, this, like, this is down. Like, I could do this. Like, instead of having beer. Because like and beer, beer's not good in high school. Yeah. So like you're drinking like cups of like, oh, I could do this, I could do this, yeah. and then all of a sudden like there's this there's this a uh, Jaeger drunk that you get, <laughs> and like your head's like swollen, you don't feel yeah. good. You wake up the next morning, um, alienated. Mm-hmm. For <laughs> I've had some Jaeger apology tours that I've had to go on. Yeah. That's uh that was also back in the yeah in the twenties like I told Thad the yeah, I revealed to Thad that I was uh, um, kind of a dirt bag when I was in my early twenties and I was like yeah we get drunk and punch holes in the in the drywall and he was like you punched holes in the drywall <laughs> I was like yeah it's called a Kyle nowadays but it used to be called a dyke okay I definitely punched some holes in some drywall and I uh, I would all them all to yeah you're Meister. 
Uh, but yeah. So anyway, uh, our, our our palates have grown up, and so have we. Um, so how do you get into the? How did how did you get into? It was like Union Fifty wasn't your first stop along the way, right? What were you doing before then? If I really bring it back to high school days, my first job ever was scooping custard mm. at Sycamore Ice Cream Stand right. in Logansport, Indiana. But when you boil it down and you really kind of like generalize it, it's a base and you're adding a sweet component, yeah. whether it be like strawberries, hot fudge, caramel, and then typically adding like pecans, cashews, yeah, some sort some of crunch. kind of like crunch and salty. Yeah. So mm. it's really kind of cool and crazy to think back, you know, oh, I'm just going to go work at Sycamore Custard Stand. Yeah. Um, which kind of paved the way for me being such a foodie and into drinks and hospitality yeah. and, and then, stuff like And that. then years later, you're building a cocktail kind of the same way someone might build a cone. Well, that was the kind of the way when, uh, uh, like, like s- an ice cream cone. <laughs> a yeah. cone. Okay. Well, did you serve uh, them in cones? Yeah. I don't know. Did yeah. you serve them? Yeah. I mean, cup or cone. That's. I mean, you were standard. yeah yeah you were making a comparison. I got Waffle you. cone. Uh, well, I was just thinking like you know when uh, like Circles ice cream would come in. Amazing. You know, and like it's a local high end ice cream or whatever, but they're doing the same kind of flavor profiles and stuff of the ice cream that we would be doing. With the cocktails and stuff. And then sometimes we were trying to mix and match the, yeah. the, Real the quick, cocktails to the ice cream. Shout out to West Boy of yeah. Circles, local small business. Um, they're actually working with Jenna from Four, Four Birds. Birds. Yeah, they, they, they have an operation have a going. Together. Yeah, That's so, great. I'm really glad that they got that space. Yeah, and he's awesome. And he's doing ice cream like I've never seen before. There's a lot of really great ice cream out there. And I, I knew as soon as I first had his stuff, I was like, this is some next level. It is. And he's never huge, made it before. And he will never come on the show. I keep trying to get him on. Yeah. Keep trying to get him on, but he's a busy man. And he's always right. busy on Sundays. I'm like, when it gets you on. Um, Wouldn't that be it? Ice cream in every... Yeah. Well, I, I do plate. I do want to talk real quick about the food, but I do have an idea for an upcoming, like, I don't know, I've never said this out loud, but I did th- a, a funny um, a funny menu uh, would be Oops All Desserts. Mm. <laughs> and just, and now you're just, talking my language. And yeah. we just do a, des- a, just a dessert brunch. So I think the ice cream would probably go in well with that. that yeah, but you can do so many different things. You could do, like... Could be savory, a savory sure. dessert like ice cream. You gotta have something that's a little savory. Meat and cheese situation, yeah. or like pickles and peanut butter. Yeah, is that a dessert? Pickles and peanut butter. It's an appetizer, and I love it. Oh, that sounds like some of a pregnant person. It was person one of the uh, <laughs> right, um, one of the key appetizers at Black Market when oh, they okay. were still up and running. All kinds of pickled veggies, and then house-made peanut butter. But how about? That pickle surprise earlier. <laughs> that was the weirdest video. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen it, go just Google. Just pause this right now. Pause the podcast and go no. Google pickle surprise. No. I do not endorse Thaddeus this. Thaddeus was not a fan. It was, I don't endorse this. I like, I like weird. Is that a non sequitur? Is that what that is? 1989, this video was made. And I don't know how I found it back in high school, but I did. <laughs> It was probably really imp- inappropriate in 1989, too. Wait, what night? So, is that like, was it a tape going around or was it something played like late night? I found it on the interwebs. Like, no, back not when not, AOL not was 1989, a you didn't? Well, it says 1989 well, like at the beginning of the, that's when the it video. Was made. Oh, gotcha. But even like, 1989, how? I was four. You think I'm just on here? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> this day and age, <laughs> kids can do that. No, back in my day, 
I was dealing with the dur, dur, dur. Yeah, so someone gets someone gets, oh, okay. messenger. someone gets on the phone and I'm on the, I'm on the World Wide Web. You kicked me off. Listen, guys, if you're listening to this, um, no, don't go listen to it. <laughs> and and I don't usually like try to like go against the guest, but like it's very this visually is, stimulating. Don't no, listen to it's that. It's very stimulating. It's fantastic. You guys, we'll be closer friends. Uh, go ahead and see that I'm right. That that's the only reason why I'd want them to watch it. Like, oh, if that was right, we this was a waste of. Time, energy, um, emotional. Where in where between working at Union Fifty and working at the custard stand did you serve in the armed forces? <laughs> From pickles to From pickles to the Sidewinder missiles. <laughs> <laughs> um so I let's see, back in two thousand six I joined the military. And I did get to shoot a sidewinder missile like a bazooka. Really? An AT4. Wait, so how old are you when you joined? 21. Okay, now, I like I, I don't know if this to come off as rude, but it's I feel like, right after I watched Pickle Surprise. I feel, like, I feel like there's two kinds of, I feel like there's people that go um, into the military because they're like kind of not sure what to do. And they're like, yeah, this will probably shape me up and let me get some money. And then there's people that go out of like just a, uh, you know, my dad served, or I just have this overwhelming sense of patriotism, or it's a family legacy, or something like that. Which camp do you think you were more in? Definitely. So, my father and my grandfather both served. Okay. But, I mean, it wasn't really on my radar until a couple of my good friends in school, um, they decided to go talk to a recruiter. Mm-hmm. And then they came back after that discussion and said, Allie, you're really good at asking questions. Can you come to the recruiter's office with us? And like help us figure this out mm. so they were like mm, 75 80 percent like gung-ho ready to go um then i sat down and started asking all my questions um at the end of that two hours i was like yeah we're fucking doing this <laughs> uh, and they were both like shaking in their boots and they're like i don't think we can do this and they bailed so they didn't we oh. we actually um we all three joined together i did it for you know which after, branch was this the army uh, right? the army okay. yep so i you know, was in looking for some money for school. Um, and so there was a little bit of that and they paid for your school. And, um, also, you know, my family line of, Mm -hmm. of men have been in the military. So I was like, this is something I can do. We're going to do it. I, you know, I am, let me just say this. I'm still very avid about like, I think it's great for a lot of people. It just wasn't the best fit for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I ended up dishonorable so discharge. <laughs> you got it. Are you AWOL right now? <laughs> I am. <laughs> That's definitely um, not a real name. Yeah, it is. Allie Hall. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it alias. came from AWOL. Yay. <laughs> AWOL. Yeah, so I had a really cool basic basic training experience. Yeah. Um, like I said, we all three joined together, but somehow I got stuck with this um, guy that needed a lot of assistance. And I had to take him on a plane, and the other 80 people took a bus to Fort Jackson. Oh, So okay. I got there first with this kid, and they were like, here, he can't handle it. Here's his plane ticket. Like, keep an eye out on him. Oh. So, um, but he I, made the military. Huh? He was in the military, was, though. Uh, yeah, we were going to basic training. Okay. okay uh, it's crazy how you don't, like, a lot of people don't get it. I remember there was a couple girls in my um, platoon, and... They were like, we just thought this was going to be a summer camp. And I'm like, what? what? 
what? Yeah, I mean, I was as prepared as I could be. I had a friend that had just gone through it. And so she, you know, we were pen pals, like, while she was a basic training and stuff like that. But I still, there was a lot that I couldn't prepare for until actually going through it. But I ended up working my way up the ranks, and I was the, they did student leadership. So I ended up uh, being the company guide. So I was four platoons in a company, about 40 to 60 people in each platoon. So every day I'd like get I don't, up in front I'm of I'm sorry to interject, them. but I don't see you being part of any organization and just being like, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of hang out and do the least amount possible. Like, you're always, like, going towards the top. Mm. Whether it's good or bad, I stick out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they say. Just be a wallflower. Like, keep your mouth shut. Don't say anything. Yeah. Well, somehow I got um, promoted to that, and which, which was cool because I was uh, kind of a badass and the boys didn't like me because I could run faster than them oh. and do more push-ups than them. Um, and I got to shoot, like, the AT4. I got to throw the first grenade when we were learning how to throw grenades. I got wow. to shoot it. I believe M27 it's pronounced grenade. 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 Yeah, that was the ice cream we had on the <laughs> <laughs> on the pudding. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a really cool experience that I wouldn't give up for anything. Um, like I said, it wasn't the it for me mm-hmm. um, but I'm glad I did it because I learned a lot and met a lot of cool people and so there's my story. how was the guy with the ticket did he ever get is he okay know. he's I'm sure he's doing great <laughs> he's, he hasn't stepped off that plane yet yeah. <laughs> he's still <laughs> so waiting for Allie to come back <laughs> she said she'd come now now this is this is post 9-11 correct what when he joined the military this is post 9-11 <laughs> no. this was with the 1700s yeah this is post World yeah, War II. She signed up for the Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> the wrong side, my ass. <laughs> no, like I joined two thousand six. Right. Yeah. So about five years after the towers did their thing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's, that's, that's that's how we refer to nine eleven on this show. <laughs> the, the night the towers did their the day the towers did their yeah, thing. I don't mean any disrespect oh. to anybody um, that was a part of that. Um, he also calls uh, Hiroshima the big whoops a daisy. <laughs> and he's also been talking about Hitler a lot. Today. <laughs> well, hey, I have. He, I have. Um, I, I had a question in is, there. Is Hitler popular? No, you were asking. You were asking about when she signed up. Yeah, because like, because like, I, I remember when people signed up. Like, I remember nine eleven happening when I was uh, in seventh grade, and I remember people like there are certain people that were pacing back and forth that were like, you know what, like we're going to like take mm-hmm. care of this ourselves, mm-hmm. and we're in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, you were like, just let the towers do their thing. I was like, hey, the towers do their thing. Sometimes they fall. No, I did not say that. Um, I was against nine eleven. I've always, I've always been saying that. Like, I haven't said it publicly yet, but I will say I'm against it. I thought it was, I thought it was wrong. I thought it was disrespectful to um, George Bush at the time. <laughs> I'm glad we know how you feel. I'm glad we know your stance. Exactly. I feel so much better about today. So that whole question was for, like, (laughs) did you see that, and did that part of that inspire you to to fight? Um, Or was it just a money thing? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did get a $20,000 bonus when I signed up. Um, But, I mean, I had a lot of friends that were over there um and that was when you know i had a motorola flip phone okay and it didn't really do much 
except for let me call my parents when I was away at school. And um, I just remember I had a really good friend, and he was a he's a medic for in the Navy. So he was a corpsman, and they sent him first line with the Marines. Oh, wow. And he wasn't supposed to have a gun, but they gave him multiple guns. Oh, and shit. he had to keep people alive over there. And I remember waiting up at night for him to call me, and he would wait two hours in line if the phones worked. Wow. So it was really intense. Um, so there was a little bit of that, mm. I could say. Um, and I had always had a tie to it, but it was about the money. Yeah, okay. You Thank know, you. I was just in a place where my parents, you know, had given me a lot of things, and they're just like, hey, like, you you know, I'd spent some time at Hope College in Holland, Michigan, which was a very out-of-state out uh, public, or I'm sorry, private is that a, school. Is that a religious? Um, yeah, I was a little religious in high school. No, I said, was it a religious school? It was, Hope, yeah, Christian, okay, liberal yeah. arts school, um, yeah. out of state, private. It was very expensive. And oh. so my parents were like, hey, like, you know, like, they we like, gotta figure they, out some other things because like all to, our money is a. They like to remind you of that. <laughs> no, they're great. This ain't free. But yeah, so I, I joined it and I do it again, but I'm glad that I'm in the hospitality industry making cocktails. Yeah, yeah instead of getting hosting, shot at. Yeah. Uh, food today, what did you like? Oh, very delicious. Um, we can take you through the menu. Yeah, let's do that. So we started Taking off back. with the basically watermelon daiquiri skewers. Those are awesome. Which were... Probably have a few more later. Yeah, though, I mean, those are great. That was the literally the only prep I got done last night. I got off work very late and then came home and I was like, I got to... I was so tired and I just I felt... I feel like a million years old when I get off work at like one in the morning now. And so, like, I was just like, okay, all I got to do is soak this watermelon in yeah. rum. That's all I got to do. And I remember I was staring at this watermelon for drunk? a while. No, I was <laughs> so tired. And I was just like, all I got to do is chop this watermelon, mm -hmm. soak with rum, and then you get to go to bed. I was wondering. I woke up, like, at, at the middle of the night, and I'm like, I smell, like, watermelon all over the house. I'm like, I know Dyke just got home, but, like, he doesn't usually smell like watermelon. He doesn't <laughs> It doesn't usually carve a watermelon <laughs> up in the middle of the night. I'm like, it really smells like watermelon in here. Uh, but yeah, so so got that going, and then the so the yeah the theme was boozy. Like uh, everything had uh, some sort of different booze in it, and then the uh, boozy brunch, butternut uh, bourbon and bacon soup. That was my favorite. Ooh. I thought that was fantastic. That was yes. The three Bs. I always love triple B. I always like like when you know I always make like five or four or five or six things, and then like sometimes you know there's always like the favorite, and so I'm always glad when like a soup is the favorite. Honestly, <laughs> I I fan. love a fried dough, a fried biscuit yeah. sandwich. That was yeah. awesome. I mean, everything you made today was great, but yeah. I I think I'm gonna second the soup. Yeah, you can tell the guests that Dyke likes like or appreciates more. Because the food does taste better. <laughs> I will say that. Have you, you, you're with me, Zach, on yeah, that? There's been some times where I was afraid he was going to kick him out. It was so bad. <laughs> like, what, oatmeal? <laughs> Oops, all oatmeal. You guys didn't like that? <laughs> yeah, and it's a big big bowl of oatmeal in the middle. <laughs> no spoons. Just use your hands. You guys didn't like the oatmeal crawl? <laughs> I couldn't even get some cream of wheat. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so... 
I'll be honest, the my original concept for that uh, sandwich was a lot more grandiose, and it, it turned it, it turned into it was a it was a it was a, a bourbon glazed uh, fried biscuit and egg sandwich. Very passable. I would not say like anyone's going to write how many letters about that one. Yeah, but that biscuit dough was fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Um. <laughs> uh, and then the uh, the fried chicken and waffle with that was great. with the uh, and I, that that's kind of a recreation of something I had at a uh, was uh, that kale yeah kale and squash you created that and Brussels sprouts <laughs> you created the chicken and waffle no 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 no, no. <laughs> I think that's what he I said. just came up with that myself I said that was a recreation of something I had at a, a restaurant in Michigan oh that you had oh okay. yeah yeah like, that, it, something it, you've done it, before it's, it's specifically not the chicken and waffle we've done chicken and waffles a million but with the with the kale the Brussels sprouts and the sweet potato and then it was in a, a maple bourbon glaze right and like just everything together, like the all just the whole. Uh, I will have to say, I I did pick out out the kale because like I ate the kale by itself because it had that sweetness. And this is the first time I've had chicken and waffles where I didn't feel like I had to add any syrup. So I think that's like a point that the viewers aren't going to be able to see that. But like, yeah. like it was really good. It was good, real good. And then uh, and then just a pretty basic bread pudding, bourbon bread pudding. With, uh, Did anybody eat that? No. <laughs> I, I ate the Talenti ice cream. Off I put the top. ice cream on everyone's, and then I watched everyone just leave it there, <laughs> and then come in here and start podcasting. And I was like, "Well, there goes that ice cream." I took a couple bites. It was good. But, I mean, it'll still be good later when I force you to eat it all. <laughs> I always hate the after brunch where people yeah. are <laughs> screaming. <laughs> this is a very much a, you're not getting any breakfast until you eat your dinner. <laughs> Are we on time, Zach? Yeah, four minutes. Okay. Uh, well, let's go ahead and take a quick uh, break here. I really have to blow my nose if you can't hear. Uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with more guest Allie Hall. Boop, boop. Yeah. Hi, and welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. I know this is not professional, Zach, but uh, I did have an idea. What if we did a Harder Brunch mixtape where we take like a few songs from a few different episodes of different guests? Mm. I don't know what we do with it past that, but that's the idea so far. You put your DJ skills to the test. You mean we like, you want us That'd to like sing over cool. it or? No. Or- just, uh, you can sing while you intro everyone. <laughs> we we just, should all write verses. We just we, we just we just we just put them out. We go like did like like if we could do like a summertime mixtape, harder brunch summertime mixtape. I think we should just like 
Yeah, I mean, we could do, we songs could make, to eat brunch too. We can make playlists on like Spotify. And yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That's yeah. what it would be. Okay. I don't mean actually create a cassette tape technology. I, don't, I wasn't going to. Yeah, and then, just, and then sell them out of the back of my trunk. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get a DJ in this in this tiny room, and like just really rock it out. Uh, I mean, Zach, Zach is our DJ. Doing uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> welcome Doing back. Great. Welcome, welcome back, Allie Hall. Hello. Uh, let's talk about you in the USBG. First of all, tell our viewers what the USBG stands for. The USBG is the United States Bartenders Guild. Not biscuits and gravy. No, that'd okay. be pretty cool, though. Yeah. We should do a USBG and a USBG. Yeah. All right. I'm down anytime. Let's <laughs> anytime do it. you want to collab. Like all the good ideas. Biscuits and gravy. Um, Indianapolis chapter. Um, we're really trying to ramp things up and get more people involved. It There is a price to join, but there are things such as trips to Patron, education, certifications, things that you can that come with the membership. Yeah. And, and, and always free food and drink, like the badass uh, Pride Holiday USBG recruitment party we had a few weeks ago that you were at with. Drag queens and free booze, a bunch of different spirit vendors. Yeah, I mean, and it, 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 I mean, it really is for, I would say mainly for the professional bartender or anyone maybe that wants to further their education or really hone, hone their, their bartending skills. Honestly, but, I would kind of disagree. Okay, I'm sorry. I, no, you're fine. I would just say it's for anyone that is hospitality driven. It's, you know, it could be like significant others. Um, or family members of people that are bartenders or servers in the industry. If you're passionate about food and drink, yeah. it's USBG. So there's other chapters that really kind of, I think the president of the chapter in Minnesota, um, forgive me if, I, if that's not right, but she is a, she's not in the industry. Her husband is a like professional long-term bartender. But she just loves it. Yeah. She loves learning, like, meeting people. It's a huge networking, like, a social tool. Because um, we're all socialites anyways. Yeah, yeah. We all like to be out and about. So it's just about meeting new people, networking. And that's what that's what I love about indie. We just need to kind of get people there. Yeah. I guess I was looking for the fact of, like, oh, I would I would assume this is for, like, professional bartenders, but also it's open to Anyone. anybody of any level that wants to, to be a participant. And it really is, like you said, there is a, a, a fee to join. But you can come around and check out some of the stuff. And I would say if you do, like, two events, you've paid off your fee. Yeah. You know, because like, there's so much that you get from it, from a, joining for a full year. Yeah, and once a month we have a membership meeting. You don't necessarily have to be a member to come to that meeting, but it's really about seeing what we offer, seeing who we are, um, and then there's always a food component and there's always a beverage component. Yeah, and it's so yeah. If, if you're a chef and you want to learn about booze, yeah, I feel of, I feel like you're also like underselling the food and like beverage component. Like it's always at like a cool restaurant. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of them were it used to be at Bluebeard. Yep, and you go in and there was just like amazing spread usually it's like on a monday afternoon too when like a lot of service industry people are off so it's like you're doing this secret cool thing on a monday mm. and like I don't typically know. the first monday of every month yeah i like secret stuff i like yeah. i like secret cool stuff you're like it's not a secret anymore well i mean we're you know we're, we want more people to be part of the secret you know right and it was weird through Is that how secrets work <laughs> i don't, I, I don't think them. so but i'm gonna yes and yeah <laughs> 
Uh, Thad, what I'm saying is, I think you would really enjoy it. Like you come and you get eat a bunch of really cool food, get get a bunch of cool cocktails, and then you get some uh, additional knowledge and networking too. And you're good at all those things. So thank you. Um, the the drag show that we went to was that a part of the USBG? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was our um, the USBG. So typically we do. That was her event. Allie. Yeah, that was Yay. that was so it was good. So good, right? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, but USBG is here, so we can basically like tap into the power of the people that own spirit companies like Diageo um, and you know Kettle One and all Patron, like all of these different vendors. Yeah, they have so much money to spend, and why not? Col- like collect people for them to spend it on i've enjoyed and i i think this is like the food nerd to me the booze nerd in me i've enjoyed every like educational thing that ever i think i've only been to one where i was like that was a bit dry <laughs> like but you're still sipping on something but like, yeah, yeah you know a mezcal tasting and ab- we had, a- absolutely even in covid we you know they were dropped off or picked up and it was on zoom um and we talked to the master taster slash distiller from mezcal vago um, and we all had a little brown baggie full of uh, mezcal that's, shots that's that awesome. we tasted through. Now, does everybody get hangovers on mezcal, or is it, is it just me? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I had one tequila last night, and my, <laughs> my brain is thumping. <laughs> I guess it depends on, not, I don't typically, but I guess it depends on how much. And I think everybody Yeah, I, I've had like two mezcals. Sounds like a personal problem. Oh, yeah, probably. And I've, uh, I've always had problems afterwards. Like, but I love like it tastes what, great. What? Yeah. <laughs> what kind you of like problems? Scotch? I love scotch. Yeah. I love scotch. Yeah. Do you ever have problems afterward? Um. Yes. Yeah, sometimes. What kind of problems? There's been. Yeah. This is like you glossed <laughs> over the problems afterwards. I didn't know. Oh, I, I think I was referring to hangovers. Oh. Okay. But I mean, is I'm that sure, what you call it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure everybody's had too much scotch at one point and then called somebody that they should probably. I've cut ties with a long time ago. Oh. No one's been... Am I the only one that's done oh. that? That's not a hangover. That's, a, that's something different. <laughs> that's called well, a it's hangover. Your, your head hurts, and then you're like, oh, I was texting. I'm going to make up a sir, name. Sir, I think you're referring to a booty call. <laughs> I was, I'm going to make up a name. Were you um, even drinking, or are you just saying that? <laughs> I always say it was mezcal. Okay. There's the root. The darn mezcal again. Sorry, Jessica. <laughs> It Sorry, Jessica. Mezcal. The Mezcal got him. Jessica Smith. The Mezcal got me. The, the Mezcal does get you, though. Like, if, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I have to say. Like, I'm not, like, I don't want to lead people astray. Just the same thing. I'm just going to say this on air. I don't care about yeah, this. Yeah. I have nightmares when I drink <laughs> anything from Three Floyds. What? 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 <laughs> yes. That's I'm actively specific. Thing. It is specific, but it's because it happens, Allie. Every time. Do their, um, the graphics on their cans and bottles scare you? Is it's that not, what it is? It's not the graphics. It's what's in can the we, booze. Can we test this? Can we do a blind I've taste been, test? I've been blind asking people. <laughs> I've been going on the streets. <laughs> I don't think this bottle is blindfold. And asking maybe, people. Maybe no, be, someone's other people are in my camp. into your drink. Guys, listen up. Listen up right now. If you have had a nightmare after drinking Three Floyds, <laughs> please let us know. Send let us me a message. Yeah. DM me, slide in. I'm telling you straight up, Like, mo- there's multiple people like me that have that. 
nightmares from the three floors. Or very, very active dreams that, like, cause you not to sleep very well. How many? Okay, how much? Are you just talking about alcoholism? <laughs> no, I'm not an alcoholic. How much? Hey, hey, hey. First it was how? the mezcal, then it was the <laughs> yeah. scotch, and now we're on to the okay. three floors. No, 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 I no, see how you can go there. No, no, that I... What's I, that truly going to do to you? I'm Okay, we didn't even <laughs> say that I was drinking truly on air, but yes. Passion fruit, though. I've uh, never had a nightmare on truly. Hold on. Hold on. I don't, let's go ahead. Go ahead. How much would you have to have to have a nightmare? Would you say? Is it like one beer? Are we talking one beer? Let's just say one or three. <laughs> one or three beers. <laughs> yeah. And then you're in nightmare town. Yes. But you could have three beers of any other kind of beers. You no nightmares. No nightmares. Are Let's you drinking that zombie dust? The, the zombie dust, I, I got away from the zombie dust. Gumball head. Um, gumball head, I don't really mess with that as much anymore because it's three Floyds. Um, also, Alpha King. Alpha King, I used to love Alpha King. In, in my older age, I think... Robert the Bruce. Robert the Bruce was what was one of my favorites. I enjoyed that thoroughly. You have uh, had nightmares on all of them. Mm-hmm. Do you have different themed nightmares depending upon what it is? Like, Do you have Robert the Bruce themed nightmares? Uh no, it's not. So I have nightmares about Robert the Bruce. Oh. You know what you tell me about? Him? Yes, yes, I absolutely would. It's called one time I was working at this place called the Meat Cake. What? Okay. It's I'm not gonna say it. Oh okay. The You're meat cake. It. It's like okay. um farting table. Farting yeah yeah, yeah. Table. No, no no I got you. The meat cake that serves meat cakes. Yeah no I got you. We had a we had a meat cake challenge. That's why I was like, wait, 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 I would. I'm down for that. Okay. But I was working at the meat cake mm-hmm. up at Keystone at the Crossing, and I was on a break in between my double shift. Went over to the um, the bar across the street and had a picture of Robert the Bruce, and it was on sale for like he, eight bucks. Yeah. Went yeah. back. My shift was a little rough. So oh, the nightmare, was, the nightmare was the daydream. The daydream was the daydream. Okay. I, I thought you were going to say that you took a nap. <laughs> I'd worked there for like five years, and I you would think it was my first day. My gosh. I mean, a picture of Robert the Bruce will... Don't drink and work, people. A picture of Robert the Bruce will put you on your ass. Yeah. Like, and t- I was two like Robert the Bruce's, 40 pounds thinner than I am here today. If, if I drank two back-to-back Robert the Bruce's at any point in my life, I would need a nap. But who's going to say no to a picture of Robert the Bruce that's cheaper than a picture of Bud Light? Me now. No, no, no. Well, yeah, you have the night old nightmare night, night, nightmare Terrors. fuel over here. <laughs> yeah. This I, is a real thing. We, I know I, we're going to test it. We I, are going to I here's the thing. I believe you. But we're going to test it. So are, are you gonna, saying we have Go ahead, Zach. I feel like you're going to Well, saying. but it's got to be a double blind situation yeah. where you have to pour him drinks and yeah. be like, "Oh, I poured your beer." And, you know, not tell him. Yeah. And no, then yeah. assess afterwards if Three, he got a Here's the thing. Three Floyd's beer is so distinctive that I've, on the first sip, you're going to be like, I know what this is. Yeah. Well, that'll be the second test we do. Yeah. To see if that knows. <laughs> so, and then see if he gets a nightmare. So there's also something called Space Dust, and I don't think it's from Three Floyd's. It's not. It's but, from Elysium. Elysium. But I do believe that okay. it's the synthetic hops. Oh. I, I've, been, I've been thinking about now this. Now we're getting somewhere. You've done some research. Yes. Um, the synthetic hops... I believe is what causes is that that's the catalyst for the nightmare. So anything with citra hop maybe because it's maybe. a synthetic. No, no? A citra hop 
I don't. I'm. I don't not, know what the I'm sympathetic. Not a nerd, people. I don't know what it is called, but like, here's the thing. Like, you know, everybody knows the story. Not everybody knows. Zombie Dust wasn't usually originally called Zombie Dust, correct? Yeah, it was called Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, and then they changed it, and then um, Zombie Dust got really popular, and everybody was going crazy over this eleven dollar beer. The same beer. The same beer. Um, but but what was in Zombie Dust or in Nez- Nebuchadnezzar was citra citra hops. Citra hops. Yeah. Uh, so dude, synthetic meaning crossbred. If you not are one, allergic to natural. like, if citra hops are giving you nightmares, that's so crazy to me because citra hops was such a gateway drug into like craft beer. Whereas like, so like the whole thing was, yeah, citra. I like, and I, I'm gonna butcher. I'm gonna. I don't want to say it's. I don't. Synthetic sounds weird, but I think. Um, uh, like I don't think it's synthetic. It's I think not it's a synthetic. hybrid. Hybrid, hybrid, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that's, like a good crossbreed. But but um but so much so that the citra hops actually uh to my understanding was somebody had a patent on it. Mm-hmm. And they only released so much. And so that's why kind of at the height of like zombie dust and everything, it was like a huge deal because like uh, they had a, a deal worked out with Three Floyds, where Three Floyds got the the lion's share of it, and no one like. And I've always called it it's a cheater hop. You put citra hops in anything, it tastes it fucking tastes good. good. Yeah. Um, but so what's your cheater? Does it give you nightmares? Yeah. I have a question for you when you're done. Uh, but yeah. So, but that was the thing where it was just like the for a while they kept it where only Three Floyds was getting so much, nobody else was getting it. And so Three Floyds, uh, especially... Exploited it. Yeah, yeah, of course they did. Uh, especially with, like, zombie dust and whatever. And so, like, the scarcity drove it up. And then people wanted... And like, like, you remember back in the early 2010s, it was like, oh, man, are you going to through... Oh, you're going to get... You know, and somebody would get that. Like, I remember I... Remember I- <laughs> uh, yeah, like, dabs, but not really. All right, we're back. <laughs> Yeah. So, so we, lost, we lost a couple minutes there. Apologize. What, what All the good we, stuff about beer and nightmares. Did we lose the nightmare stuff? We, yeah. We were we were talking about three Floyds and zombie dust and how it was a scarce thing. And I don't know if we had talked about your crazy nightmares yet. Well, well that's how it came up. Actually, yeah, yeah it I did. do think it did. Yeah. And so Dyke no, was we, just talking about how back in the 2010s. Take it away. The three Floyds exploded. Yeah. Oh, th- that's that far back. That's that's far back. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. And then I said, "Well, <laughs> it was before they even had their like tasting room and experience." Yeah. You're like, I would go up there and get a bunch of beer, and it would be sold before I got home. Yeah. So they they, they definitely had the scarcity model, but the, the 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 my favorite part about this, the thing that I don't want to get away from, is that Dad believes. That whatever the Three Floyds is putting in all of their beers, because you said it's not just. I said that, but I I would be okay with limiting limiting it down to citrus citrus hops. Oh, okay. Like I think the citrus hops is the one that's giving me nightmares. Citra hops. Sit. Yeah, I've been saying it like that. <laughs> but the citrus hops, hops is not in <laughs> citra. Robert the Bruce. It's not in. Here's the thing. Yeah, are there it particular specific, ones? I st- I noticed it with zombie dust, and I quit drinking it. And I'm like, I'm having nightmares. These I'm not <laughs> sleeping well. I'm waking up yeah. in a panic for some reason, yeah. and that's what it is. 
Um, and then I noticed that Anne in a, a space dust. Yeah. Okay. So well, was was there a particular person you were drinking these with? Could that be the? I have a friend named Demon, <laughs> <laughs> and me and him just throw up. He's no. a floating severed head. <laughs> <laughs> no, it isn't person. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there something else about you know? Could it could it be like that you were getting you know mad vibes from somebody or? Somebody no, was it's, putting it's, something in your beer. Oh yeah, no that. I I always drink by myself usually. Extra citra hops. Right. No. Well, like, I he, I think here's the solution. I definitely want to try some other citra hop beers. Yeah. And see how that hits your system. Sure. We'll 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 do get a sleep some citra test. hops and have them eat them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go right there. Is there a way, Allie, I feel like you have connections. Yeah. Is there a way you could get a handful of Citra hops. Pretty sure you can get them at uh, grape fermentations. And then can we all just yeah. eat them? We can make like we I can just do like an Alice in Wonderland party and have like I put them in tea and bake them in beer, good. So I know it does not give me nightmares. It doesn't give me nightmares. No, I love it. Gives it's me a headache. It's my oh a headache. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. That's something. There headache. We go. Nightmare. Love it. I've heard the headaches are tiny nightmares. Yeah, that's <laughs> what they are. <laughs> So, but you, sleep you test. feel nothing. We're doing a sleep test. I love it. No, is I, there something I that you can't drink, like though? Um, I haven't met it. If there is, you know what I'm saying. Uh, no, uh, there's nothing. Uh, there's no drink that gives me nightmares. There's no. I'm trying to think. Uh, weed. I'm not great with uh, marijuana. Marijuana makes me have uh, increased uh, anxiety and panic attacks. Join the club. Everybody has that. I feel like, but like to the point with or without marijuana. To, to, <laughs> I feel like to the point where I don't want to do it. You know, if uh, other people feel that way, they they still do it. I'm like, yeah, I don't enjoy that so much. So I have it with um, if I try to take a sleep aid, yeah. like melatonin, yeah, or you know, just Heroin. legit. I don't know. Maybe I'll try that because I have some hard time sleeping. Yeah, um, but. I sleep really hard. It will put me to sleep. I'll sleep really hard. I'll have some really crazy dreams. Mm-hmm. And then I'm awake like an hour and a half later. Wow. Oh, you sleep only for an hour and a half. Yeah, I have really poor sleep habits. And I've been uh, working. Just a little food for thought. What's the best sleep scenario for you? I mean, I would love to get six hours. Like, I function great. Six? Six, six solid hours. Yeah. What do you, what are you normally at now? Like, like an hour and a half here. And then I'm up for an hour. Two hours, hour and a half there. It's not consistent. Uh, do you do you feel it? Cause like I'm a person. I like if I don't have a program of sleep, I'm just like a zombie. I've always been someone that requires very minimal sleep. Uh, no, I like I'm a person. Like if I don't get the appropriate amount, like I'm a zombie, and then it just it, it keeps rolling over. Until I eventually get caught back up on that sleep. Well, I wish I had to sleep. Yeah. But, yeah. But you only need five or six hours? Yeah, five or six hours is perfect for me. Uh, but I unfortunately, can... I just don't get that. It's because I'm always like a couple hours, wake up, a couple hours, wake up, a couple hours, wake up. No. I'd say six is about mine, too. But I'm kind of like you, Dyke, in that if I don't get that six... I am absolutely worthless the next day. Mm-hmm. Like I just like if I do a four hour night, I'm I'm ruined. But I can consistently do the six, and that's fine. That's kind of typically how I feel with drinking. If I'm drinking and I get enough sleep, 
then I'm fine. If I'm drinking and I don't, like, I'm like, you'd be drinking and be like, oh, I'm kind of hung, like, kind of don't feel great, kind of hungover. And then if I, I would have to get like six hours sleep and be hungover, then I would be a mess. But um, if I like get eight hours sleep, then I, I'll get up and I'm fine. That's almost too much for me. Wow. Um. So what are you? <laughs> so about the sleep, about the Z's. About oh, can Z's. I say something? One yeah. more thing about sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been taking Alpha Brain um, this past year. What is and that? I have fantastic dreams on Alpha Brain. So <laughs> it's supposed to increase the um, liquid in your brain that creates REM sleep, and it gives you fantastic dreams. Where do you get this Alpha Brain? Uh, on the internet. And, and probably. You can also find it at CVS. Yeah, a GNC, oh, really? probably. Yeah. And I, I use it for podcasting sometimes um, before I go up on stage. But, do, you want, um, do you want to put is it like cash fish app oil? Too? Yeah, my cash app is Thad McKee. <laughs> if you guys decide to give me a dollar, I'll do that. Give me a dollar if you also take Alpha Brain. Anyways, that's weird. Um, yeah, so I suggest it. It's it's really cool. It like opens up your mind to speak. I'm not Joe Rogan here. That's what I was going for. <laughs> that's not what I'm it took to you the long way around, though. Oh my that Alpha Brain ain't working too good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on it now. He's been on the Citrus Hops. <laughs> I am currently off of that. I, my new sleep aid, like I, I tried to plug before, and you guys kind of poo-pooed, heroin. <laughs> no, actually, a lot of people are addicted to heroin, yeah. so I don't want to... My new sleep aid is uh, non-stop nightmares that I get. <laughs> What's, okay, can, last thing about nightmares. Okay. Um, can we all share? Okay, like, is there a reoccurring night? Is there a nightmare that you've had before? Like, I've I've been in class in my pajamas before or in my underwear. I'm like, wait, I feel like this is inappropriate. Yeah. And that's always been, like, a scary dream. Does I feel like if those? I say it, it's going to happen again. Oh, it hasn't no, happened you, in a you while. Gotta say oh, you got to say it. You made a face. Oh. That's why I know it's, like, something serious. I mean, for the longest time when I was a kid... I thought that I had been abducted by aliens mm-hmm. uh-huh. because it was the same dream over and over again. And it happened all the way up until I was in high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's just like this alien saying, hey, doing tests? It's, huh? I'm assuming doing tests on you, right? Well, it was always a, like, my light, my windows were like, the bl- blinds were closed and they were glowing blue. And then I just kind of wake up and then my door was open and my parents' room was down the hall. And then I saw like a shadow in the hallway mm-hmm. and then yep. I go back to sleep and I wake up and he's over me. Oh. Like about to beam me up. Oh, the alien? Yeah. Does it look like a generic alien or? No, it was more of like a white, like grayish silver silhouette. Okay. With like a darkness where eyes would be. So you Ooh. could say, yeah, but more fuzzy. Yeah. More fuzzy. That's that. how, and that's it was more about the feeling. How like, I describe Zach. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, it was more about the feeling. And it was just like very like emotional and kind of psychological. And mm-hmm. I was what, trapped in my bed and I couldn't get year, to my parents. What year was this happening around? Mm, I was probably in sixth grade. So pre fifth or sixth grade. So, so, so what, Dyke what, has some expertise in yeah. What year? What, what, what years was this? <laughs> what years? Yeah. Um, sixth grade. 
I had a fear of aliens in the 90s as well. And I had to go to a school counselor <laughs> and talk about it. Seriously? Yeah, seriously, because uh. there was so many. But, but the, the reason I asked was because the thing is, I think that aliens were just very popular at that time. And I they think were. they were I was all over. Them. I had uh, a glow-in-the-dark alien bank, like an bank? alien head. I put my coins oh. in. Didn't have a lava lamp. Oh, yeah. But I, I had a glow-in-the-dark, like. Alien shirt. But I think I think a lot of it was just, it was very much in the zeitgeist. It was very so. This much is what X Files is very yeah, popular. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But like, definitely like, watch X Files with my dad. And, okay. and, and and like for me, it was like Unsolved Mysteries. Yep. Uh, there was big a show one. called Alien Nation that was on that was like terrifying. Like, uh, and and so I I yeah I had to go to the school counselor because I was I was like I didn't have really a reoccurring dream, but I I had a very overactive imagination mm. and so i always could just imagine like someone creeping in the window and this and that and it like terrified me and they sent me to the uh school i've told this on the show before but they, the, the i've never heard it the long and short of it is they sent me to the school counselor i had two visits because this was a catholic school they didn't have time for Nonsense. <laughs> and the uh, first visit, they were just like, yeah, like uh, she was like, yeah, what's your problem? And I was like, yeah, I'm scared of the the, the aliens, and I think they're gonna creep in my room and do weird stuff, and like bother me when I'm asleep, and it's real scary at night. And then like the next time, uh, I saw her, uh, she pulled me out of class and was like, well, draw a picture of what you're scared of. And I drew, like, the big alien head, you know, big whatever. And then she just took me outside and had a coffee can and a book of matches. And she just had me, like, burn the picture. It's like a burn book. Like but a burn drawing. I'm 15 feet outside of my classroom with all of my <laughs> class watching me burn something in a coffee can <laughs> with like the school counselor. Yeah, I'm just like wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Why did in itself? Why did Dyke get out of class to go burn something? <laughs> did people clap with like the after? school counselor? Was there a rise in like counselor visits because of aliens after that? Because they all wanted to get out of well, class. Let, let me tell you something. There wasn't a lot of closure after that. It was she was just kind of like, yeah, okay, you're not scared of this anymore. And I was like. Okay, I'm not scared of this anymore. And like that was just like the end of it. Was so wait, did you stop having alien tears? They 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 did taper down. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, I burned that shit. Yeah, so because it was gone. But I used to have. uh, Do you remember the movie Critters? Mm -hmm. It was like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I remember. I mean, that was one of that was Critters in uh, L.A. (laughs) That was Critters Three. You monster. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't even Critters in Space. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there were these little monsters, and if you don't kill them all, then they, they, they keep reforming and they attack Gremlins? Them. They're basically like a bootleg gremlins, yes. <laughs> and these, uh, these critters, I had nightmares for years. It was like somebody found some critter eggs and they would hatch and they get out and then they would just like be biting your ankles or whatever and it was like that was my reoccurring yeah it was, it was bad Leonardo DiCaprio was never in any of those dreams either that's unfortunate unfortunately why don't you hit that plug button for me Allie Hall 
Thank you so much for being on the show and being ridiculous with us today. Talking about our dreams, our nightmares, and everything in between. Where can people find you, follow you, keep up on everything you're doing? AKHall11 is my Instagram handle. Okay. Allison Hall is my Facebook. Um, and feel free to stop by the Tinker House events above Provider off of 16th and the Monon anytime um, to plan your events or just to have a chat. And when, when is the next uh, USBG meeting where anybody can come? Stay tuned, and okay. I will let you know. All right. Uh, that is Jay. Um, IDK, that's my podcast, IDK space it. Um, it's coming back, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's coming back. I know some of the listeners are uh, overlaps here. Um, my computer is in California right now being fixed. Um, there's been a problem. So we are on hold, but we're coming back stronger than ever. We got Willie Bostic, Johanna Mandrenda. Uh, it's just going to be freaking amazing. I got nothing today. Nothing today? I have no plugs. All right. Uh, well, always uh, uh, please come and support me. I'm going to be doing stand-up comedy at Indie's Funniest Comedy, uh, Indie's Funniest Comic Competition at Helium on Tuesday the 27th. Come support your boy. Also um, on uh, patreon.com backslash harder brunch. You know how to support us. We love you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. <laughs>